Morning, welcome to another episode of Horizon Scan. We are recording this on New Year's Eve morning. Uh, when it's going to go out, I haven't decided yet. Uh, we shall see. Hope everybody has a nice Christmas. I think this is the first time we've spoken since Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, hope everyone had a nice Christmas. Uh, me and Hugh were on our own because we're lonely and shit. No, you were. You were with my family, weren't you? You went to well, see... You went where? Well, you were kind of with family. People you know. I was with family, yeah. I was with my daughters and my ex family. In laws. Yeah, I was. I was with the, with my daughters and uh, her mum her, their mum's side of the family. It was a nice Christmas. I enjoyed it. That's good. So you were with other human beings anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I was on my own. In Eastern with Europe. dogs. With dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my missus went home because she likes Christmas for the family. So I could have gone as well, but we wouldn't have to look after the dogs. So I had to stay here as so far as a lonely, lonely gas. Yeah, I think that's. Time. I think that's a situation of your own making. You miserable bastard. Pretty much, yeah. But it was okay. It was okay. I just didn't like any other day. Any other day, and I'm not. A, I'm not a massive Christmas person anyway, so it wasn't a big fucking deal for me. Are you doing anything tonight? Are you doing anything exciting? Am I? I think. Yeah. I'm gonna make. So I'm dry. I'm dry now, aren't I? I'm not a drinker. Yeah. Can I say that and get my high horse and look down and everyone does drink, including you? I, I drink, what, probably about five times a year? Wow. Well, if that. That's enough for me to look down on you. Good job, yeah. Uh, what we doing tonight? Um, <clears throat> well, my first, my first dry first dry New Year's for fucking God knows how long. 20 odd years, not including yeah. obviously tours. Uh, but I am going to a friend's house and uh, we're going to. Fucking chill. That's it. Good. We're going to chill. Do, they, I, do people even really do? I suppose people do. Like, I I have not done a, a New Year's Eve thing for a fucking long time. I've like been out, tried to go and do things outside well, of the house, go somewhere, whatever. Like, me and my missus are so antisocial. We just, we just go, fuck this, we're staying in. Because it's just, I think it's become more hassle than it's worth, maybe. See, I was, I thought that, and I haven't yeah. ever bothered going out for New Year's Eve for years, years, uh, I get decades probably. Um, but the guy I'm gonna gonna go and see this evening, Ash, he so last New Year's he went to a place uh, where I live, bought a ticket to it, and it, it's like it, it's cap numbers, it's seated, it's a it's a bar, it's a big bar, it's a nice bar though. You know, it's it's you get seated. They had a they had a um a cabaret on. Uh or was it a Gatsby theme? It was a cabaret, I think. But you know, it's seated, you get a you get a fucking set meal scarf, there's no rush for the bar because they, they they cap the numbers in there, everyone's got a seat, it's like controlled environment. And I thought I thought of in my name, but never realised that was that was kind of an option as uh, uh, as opposed to going out and trying to cram into some bar somewhere. Because that sounds quite appealing to me. I would go and do that. I would go and do that, you know. Pay 50 quid or 60 quid for a ticket to go out and make sure you've got a nice evening, entertainment, you're not rammed and waiting half an hour to get a drink. But, That's but, it. Just, yeah, that probably wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, yeah but you're right. Be, be good. Depends on the entertainment. And that place is doing the same thing. Um, 
tonight, they, but they got a jazz band on. I fucking love jazz. I wish I'd known about it earlier, but I would have been going on my own. So I'd be like, oh, on my own. Oh, my God. On a table for two on New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> like drinking non-alcoholic beer. Really sad. Oh, the jazz band. What sort of jazz? I don't know. My jazz. My, my, my knowledge of jazz. My knowledge of jazz is like, from names I've heard, um, I don't know, are in different from different sources over the years, and the film Whiplash. <laughs> I've never seen that film. Oh, have you not? No. Highly recommend. Really? Yeah, brilliant film. Yeah, brilliant film. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, you motherfucker. I'm just looking at the floor and I see my, my fucking dog's pissed on the floor next to me. You little bastard. Sure it was a dog? Yeah, pretty sure. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. Pretty sure. No, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I'm okay now. Um, so yeah, okay. I'm going to be here. I'm not going out. Uh, they do a fucking epic, apparently. An epic uh, fireworks display here, so I'm basically going to be hugging my dogs, I think, because uh, Bodie, my collie, is uh, shit scared of fireworks. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a little, he's a little anxiety man. So that's what's going on. Yeah. So last one of the year, obviously. Going to talk about next year. Well, it's, it'll be the first one of next year when people listen to it. That's true. Why, why are you are you banning me putting it out today, are you? No. no. I, I assumed I, I it wouldn't be today, that's all. No, I probably wouldn't do it today. I might get it ready today. Um, yeah, I might, might put it out tomorrow so that uh, people can just listen when they're fucking in clip. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of what the theme is going to be. We're going to talk about what we think is going to happen next year, do some predictions that we can make a note of, they can all go wrong. Because... As we've alluded to many, 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 many times on this podcast, so I show you, show, like being called a podcast. And you, oh, are you there? Because you have, uh, oh, no, you're there now. You, you're, uh, you're frozen for a minute. Yeah, you so freeze. I just don't say that. We think 2024 is going, okay, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Sorry to fucking black pill everybody. But yeah, it does appear. 2024 is going to be eventful in the least. I don't see any any way that it's not. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna talk about some predictions, sort of domestic predictions, foreign predictions, political predictions, geopolitical predictions, tech predictions. Maybe if we get to that. Um, where do you want to start? So we start with start with UK. Go with UK political. All right, so I think we've got the election next year, haven't we? It's going to be held by uh, no later than some date in January 2025. I like that. Oh. I, you know, I like this podcast because I only know that because of a previous podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have to look it up. I would not have known that otherwise. Yeah, we just we find out shit that we, we find. It's like, this is basically Gaz and Hugh learn things live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna have it. We're, you know, US and UK are gonna have an election next year, but we'll do the UK first. Um, it seems completely. I will be amazed if Labour don't win. I think it's more about how much Labour win by now than whether they they win or lose. Um, 
Choi's in a complete flat spin. I, I think they've left it too late. Even like to, to do anything now, they've left it too late. Even to to kind of lie and you know advertise themselves as going to make changes uh, that would perhaps get them a win. I think they've left it too late to do that. It's now far more obvious that anything they say is just about trying to win an election. Um, they've got a leader who's not a fucking leader when it comes down to it. Sure, he's a fucking nice bloke, but he's just a fucking... He's a businessman at the end of the day. He's like a businessman, manager, nerd. He's not a leader. He's got has, you know. Um, so I think they're fucked. I think they're fucked, and I think it's probably a good thing that they're fucked. Now, we will have listeners who are sort of Labour supporters, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck the Tories." Um, I think we we probably established by now that we're we're kind of past that. I am anyway. You seem to be as well. I'm past the left and right thing. Long past it. Um, I don't care who does it. I just want it done well. So I don't. There is no. I don't see political parties as a fucking football team to support. And I, I'm stuck at supporting. Oh, we've always been this. We've always been that. We have to support it. I just want people to do the fucking jobs properly. Um, so there'll be people who will go, yeah, fuck the Tories. Now I think fuck the Tories currently as well, because they've had years and years and years to fix problems to do things about it and they haven't um not totally sure why there's, there's various reasons why i think but they haven't and they deserve to pay for that uh yeah so that's my prediction labor get in and after about six months when labor get in there'll be this huge um like fuck you to the right for about six months and after about six months, Labour will start just eating each other, and it will become obvious how um, inept they are, and it'll all go to shit. It's kind of where I am. That's my prediction. Labour win, six months of honeymoon, and then it all starts to fall apart. I don't think it'll be honeymoon. I, I think it'll be. I don't know. I think I think it'll be six months of the of. People who are not uh, ultra progressive getting extremely pissed off. That's what I think, um, and for the right reasons. You know, I think that's what will happen because because Labour can't seem to help themselves just doing what they think the public to doing what they think gets them likes and and uh, retweets and shares and. Um, and that on on social media, I think that, that's I think that's one of the key 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 indicators for how they think they're doing, you know, uh, where they think they can get support from, because that's where that's where the the voice of the people they think are most likely to get them into power are most loudest, you know, even though they're sort of the minority, they're the one woke ideology far mm. left. Um, it's online is where they. Do thy bidding. They don't do it in the real world because it doesn't get them very far. It doesn't work. Yeah. When I say honeymoon period, well, I think what I mean is they'll probably borrow a load of money. They'll bring in a load of... They Basically, they'll do lots of things that look like they're solving the things that uh, the Tories didn't do. So they, they, they'll basically... They'll do things... No, I don't mean like, like, what? like, like what? the obvious... Like what? 
like what? Like we said, just uh, sorry, sorry. The reason I say, like the reason I say like what is because all right, the Tories have done. The Tories. I've probably got an internal bias towards the Tories somewhere. I probably have because I grew up with. I'm pretty sure both my parents voted Conservative, right? And I think that's why. I, so I have probably got some internal bias towards mm. them. I hold my hands up on that. And if I have, I can't control it, right? But I'm also, obviously, if I have, I'm conscious of it. Um, but let's look at political party, any political party, and this one's called the Tories, and they haven't done anything to fucking fix the world, in, uh, fix the UK in the last however many years in the power. Is that not... Is that not the way British fucking politics works at the minute? Because what did Labour achieve in their run? They didn't achieve very much apart from getting into a war. <laughs> or two. Is that not like just like the MO? They get in power and all they do is focus on staying in power as opposed to fixing things. This is true, but the way the two parties do it is very different, isn't it? Go on, like, explain that. Traditionally, the Conservatives bring in... They do, you have, with Conservatives, you tend to have tax cuts. You tend to have... Um, Sort of right of centre policies bringing Labour tend to come in, borrow a load of money, and make everybody's life appear better. So try and give, make it look like you're getting more money back. So if there's any benefits and stuff like that, they can go up. They tend to go up. If they can tax more of people that earn a lot of money, they tend to do that. None of it's actually. It's basically the way Labour's policies tend to work is people who don't understand how. Money actually works in the like the circular thing of how money actually works within the country, the economy in the country. People don't actually understand that and think that when the government gives you free money, it's actually free and it isn't your own taxes. Labour tends to take advantage of those sorts of things and basically give people more of their own money back. But obviously, it's not their own money. Well, you know what I mean? It's it. They give the impression early days that you're getting money but actually it tends to come from borrowing and down the line it all goes to shit and starts to come out to roost which is why I'm talking about when I said there's like a six month period where everything seems to be great you can have things like they'll bring in short quick win things that make it look like that their supporters are getting their sort of you know their voter base is getting more money and that their, and people's lives is getting better, but the paycheck comes down the road. Um, another reason why I think it's a, a, you've got this six-month thing is that if you look at, obviously, Conservative MPs are not exactly uh, fucking A-list at the moment, but if you look at Labour MPs, and certainly the front bench and stuff, do you see any real heavy hits there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And tying into the fact what you're talking about, about the way they tend to do business, it's all fucking virtue signalling. And to, to get me wrong, the Conservatives start to do this as well. It's fucking shit. Um, it's all virtue signalling. It's all very sort of surface level, ad hominem fucking shit. There's nothing really deep. You don't hear them talk deep about policy. They tend to say, well, they'll, they'll attack a person. Um, I think after six months, when it all starts to not go quite so well as people think it's going to go. They start attacking each other a little bit. They start getting found out and there'll be reshuffles. And yeah, that's what I think. Uh, the, problem, the problem is, the, pro- the problem I got with, with Labour, right, is that, the again, is that, is that they are the go-to party for people on the extreme left. And I'll say it again, woke ideology, right? And so 
it will be different to Conservatives in that it will bring about significant bad change for us, I think, when they get in power. Significantly, obviously bad, right? And the minority of people who are the most vocal, again, woke ideology, extreme left people, you know, the people who want to, who want to clamp down on speech. They want you to not be able to voice your opinions if they don't disagree, if they don't agree with them. They don't want you to be able to, you know, talk about science in an, in an objective manner. They want to talk about feelings and, and pseudoscience or subjective science. That's even a fucking phrase, right? And so when you've got Labour into power, I think what it's going to do is going to empower that, those, those parts of society, right? And I think we're going to see potentially, I'm thinking out loud here as we're talking, I think we're potentially going to see a resurgence of cancel culture. That's going to happen. And that was fucking disastrous. Like a terrible period, which I'm glad we're on the fucking tail end of now. But I think there's serious, a serious threat of that coming back. And I think we'll get a, a real ramp up in, um, in how far DEI policies go. Uh, and I think that'll have a real bad impact on on the ground. Like people like you and me, Joe Bloggs, you know, as in Joe Bloggs, whether they're left or whether they're right. Um, you know, I think it'll, it'll create a lot of discontent. I think people will be generally more pissed off whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right or whether you don't assign yourself to either of those. Um, those, uh, what you call them, sides. Uh, that's why I don't like about it. Like, I, I don't... I, I see Labour because it was the same, the same, the same beast. If I can, not the same beast, different beasts, but they're both wankers. <laughs> yeah, we need some, we need yeah. something different. But I think Labour's, Labour's, Labour's the worst for us at this moment in time. The, well, the weird thing with them is the only thing with them is right. I mean, if you look at the polls, and so I always say now, after like um, reading stuff like DC stuff, and that. Yeah, like don't fucking don't look at the polls. They don't paint an accurate representation of things. For example, you know when Trump won in twenty sixteen and the Brexit referendum and all that. Mm. Um, but the polls at the minute they show Labour so far ahead because they can't be fucking they can't be skewed. But but I feel like there's a I feel like there's maybe a whole load of unaccounted for voters in the middle who don't know which way they're going to vote, and they they prefer not to have Keir Keir Starmer in. And maybe they're good enough to swing it to back the Conservatives. I don't think it's as clear cut as the polls are making out. I think Labour in the lead, um, but not yeah, not by as big a margin as being being traded. I need to plug my fucking charger in one second. Roger. Fuck. Admin. Fucking three borough. You started this without your fucking headphones being connected. Anyway, good to go. I'm good to go, I think. <laughs> I released popped off. I mean, I, I, can you hear through your speaker? Like, you, you fucking left me. I don't know if he can hear me or not. So, fucking hell. Apologies to anyone who's just listening Back. to this. Doesn't really know what's please, going on. Please continue. Please continue. Oh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Well, what are you saying? Are you saying about a loud banging? Yeah. <laughs> you, well, how's it getting on um, okay, so I mean, I was just thinking then when you were talking about you know how Labour are gonna bring all the you know sort of use the word empower, which is probably right. So all this sort of woke di fucking bullshit. Um, now there is definitely there is a a a, a running out of steam and a realization amongst people that some of these policies are pretty fucking damaging. And I think over the past probably six months, I don't mean it's that long. 
Probably can I just caveat policies. something? Can I just caveat something just quickly? I'm not against the DEI policies. Okay. But they, as long as they don't go too far, I, I see value in them. Okay. Right. I'm just going to stop there. Right. Okay. Cool. So just choose saying it. Just don't worry about it. my boss is listening. In case my boss is yeah, listening. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, fucking meritocracy all around, please. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We're talking about it like these things haven't flourished under fucking, what is it? Is it 13 or 15 years of conservative government now? But anyway, fucking decade plus of, to- of fucking conservative rule in the UK. That's where all this shit has come about. Obviously, most of it is a US import. Mm. What I'm saying is, all this stuff has happened. All the, 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 the reality is, yes, you know, time isn't 10 years. There's a long fucking timeline. But mm. most of the crap that has built the situation, the, the, the high-level stuff, most of it, or the surface-level stuff, the surface-level stuff and the crap that's happened to make the quality of life of people in this country worse has happened under the Tories in the past past fucking 10 plus years. Um, so I think you're right. It is going to get worse under Labour if they get in and it will empower it. And they will, I think, try and bring it back to the fore because it is, it's where they think they can win. Social stuff, heart and mind, feelings, hug me, that type of shit. That's easy wins for them. And they think it's an easy win with young people as well. Um yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, again, I think I still think it's a minority. I don't, I don't, think, I don't yeah. think it is an easy win in terms of that they have this misconception that that is the majority of the population think this way. It fucking isn't. It fucking isn't becoming more and more obvious. It's the um, the minority of the population think that way, as in the, in the extremes. You know, like yeah. you shouldn't be able to say things that hurt my feelings. And you know, pronouns should be le- legally uh, legally yeah, obliged and bit. things like this. It's, you know, it's yeah. like fucking. Yeah, but I think when I say that Labour are going to win, like we're talking about the polls there, I don't think it's going to be some fucking landslide thing because the country has turned on the Conservatives in that way. It's like everyone's Labour now. I don't think it's going to be that. I think the Conservative vote is going to stay at home generally. Don't think they're going to go, fuck this, we're not coming out to vote. I think it will be a fucking historically low turnout. No fucker will come out and vote. And the Conservative vote will also be split between Conservatives and any second Conservative, conservative type party that tries to, you know, eat a Conservative's lunch. So that's where I think Labour get in. I don't think they get fucking, like you said, I don't think it's like a fucking landslide, but I think they win, you know, reasonably well due to those two things. Um, there yeah. is no alternative, viable alternative, right of centre party that feels like it's got its shit together. I know there's other parties, of course there are, but none of them feel like they've got their shit together, like a proper thing. Um, and there's always there's always calls for these parties to come together as one and join, but they're always bickering between each other and like there's characters within each of them that people are a bit suspect of. And they just, just, there's no alternative currently. And I think that's why you end up with Labour. I mean, I think we probably need it. Trying like bad yeah. as that is, I think we probably need four years of fucking labour so that people can see that there's no fucking difference. Shit doesn't get better. 
like the way politics is done in the UK, and it appears in the West in general at the moment, the way it's happening, it's just the whole thing is a fucking overhaul. And I think the overhaul is not a fun event. So I, that was my prediction. What's your prediction? Is it the same as mine? Um, no, I hadn't I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't love the like, I mean your your I think you're um you're much better read and uh, knowledgeable on how especially UK politics works and the history of it and stuff. So I, I I don't feel like I don't feel um what's the word? I don't feel like I have the a, the knowledge or experience to be able to make the detailed predictions. But I mean Labour get in. I agree with that. Labour get in, and I, I think, I think, uh, I don't know. I think maybe, in fact, to contradict what I said earlier, maybe the first six months isn't nightmare. Like maybe the first six months is their bedding in, and it's a bit chaotic. But then maybe the next four and a half years is nightmare. Is nightmare because you've got, and the reason I say that is because you've got. There's so many. It's, the world is so unstable at the minute, right? And 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 um, there's a level of discontent in the UK anyway. I think it's a level of discontent in the West. In the West anyway, it's a level of like, nervousness, nervousness in the West anyway, um, because of things like the the people thinking about nuclear war and Americans thinking about civil war and 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 people thinking about uh, anti-Semitism or uh, you know uh, what's the word? What do you call it when you? Anti-Muslim, oh, it's Islamophobia, Islamophobia, you know, yeah. and all of that. So, so, and, and Labour coming in is probably going to represent significant change, like I said, for the worse, and it, and ramp up social uh, volatility here in the UK at a time we just don't need it. We just we just need stability. We just need to we need stability and we need civility. And unfortunately, the left are not capable. They're not as capable at civility as everyone fucking else is, as the majority of other people are. Not capable of engaging in conversation, discussion, not capable of being able to take opposite opinions well. And so when and so the the chance of civility in, in discussing things where you have differences of opinion, either on a micro level, the individual like you and I on a fucking macro level, mm. between parties or between organizations or between demographics, white, black, men and women, whatever, then, then it just uh, increases, increases the chances of things breaking down real bad. And, when, and thing, when things break down real bad and, and, and social discourse, social civility starts to deteriorate, it, it, unfortunately, where you, where you would think that it would get, it would mean government. Uh, they would they would do their utmost to try and bring things back to a, a a normal level, back to where it was. It doesn't. I think it gives them more license and gives them more uh, ability to bring in extra measures, bring in new laws, bring in new regulations that just increase their power and increase their control to a level that we don't want. And they do it under the guise of, and they will do that under the guise of, oh, we're, we're doing it to 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 sort of sort things out and help you out. And it's not the case. You end up maybe the 
the country stabilizes again, but you end up having a again another erosion of your personal freedoms. Yeah, you know, and, and we do, I mean the the speech thing right? We don't have like I think was it you mentioning it or did I, did I read it somewhere? Like, we don't have the we don't have the freedom of speech. Yeah, that's me. It was you. We don't have the freedom of speech uh, laws. And, Not like the Americans do. Enshrining enshrining like a constitution really like they do in America. Yeah, you know, and that's a that's a real it's a real worry. Now, if you if this is something I read recently, like a, a, a free society is a society, a free society is a society where you are free to voice your opinion, where you're not stopped from being able to voice your opinion. You know, and uh, we have certainly moved away from that at some significant, in some significant times, at a significant or not significant events, made out, made out to be significant events over the last couple of years. You know. Um, and that's bad, and that, that could get worse. It's most likely to get worse under Labour than it is under Conservatives. Maybe, having said that, bearing in mind what you just said, the last 10 years, and all these fucking dramas come in. Over, oh, it's 13 years, by the way, 2009, yeah. uh, 2010. Yeah, so I don't know, but I think it'll be six months of chaos. Not chaos, but them finding their feet. Maybe chaotic within the party. Um, you have to bear in mind as well. I say you have to bear in mind, not you, people listening. Like, the civil service are pretty left. They're, pre- they're, they're, they're pretty left, yeah. you know. They're fucking burning down that place. Yeah. It does. It's like it's it's fundamentally broken, isn't it? If that's yeah. the case, like you've seen recently, it seems to be a thing now where senior members of it come out and say things like that are basically opinion based. They are they are certainly political. They express a public opinion most of the time while mm. they're still working for the organisation. That. It's just not a thing. You're meant. To, you you are basically a functionary as a as in the civil service. Now it's not to belittle what these people do, but they're there. Stuff is supposed to come from government. They make it happen. That not that that's it. That's all, that's all it is. You yeah. do what they tell you to do, whether they're right or wrong. Now we know that there's a there's a little bit of a that there always has been a little bit of a let's just squeeze out the mental a little bit and they do it by obviously saying that, that does, it doesn't work, you can't do it um, it takes too long and they try and ride out that particular MP's tenure that stuff has always happened mm. you can watch out you know, it just, there's media examples of it so just sort of, like humorous media examples look at any political sitcom type thing and, you know, all the way back to you know, yes Prime Minister and yes Minister that's that's always been a thing, but they don't talk. But all but like back office stuff, they don't talk publicly about that they don't agree with the government. That's only a recent thing, and that's happened probably. And because these people haven't been sacked, they now feel that that's okay. And yeah. then, you know, I'm definitely we complain about nothing getting fixed and nothing changing and whatever. If you vote in a load, that's a bit of a digression, but if you vote in a load of people to enact a load of stuff, and then yeah. there's a there's a filter that stops that stuff happening because they don't agree with it, who've never been elected. And I know the fucking democracy and elections and all that stuff seems to be fucking wearing thin. But the concept is there. That's how we do things currently. That's fucking that's a drama, and they should all be fucking sacked. <laughs> Dead simple. The minister tells you to do something, you don't mm. do it. You should be fucking sacked. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, I, 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 again, I want to add a little caveat in you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to add another little caveat in you. Because it sounds like I fucking hate the left. I was like, I don't hate the left. There's a reason I talk about them the way I talk about them. Well, them being, as if they're this team. It's not, like, it's just, it's, it's, an, it's like a, God. If you have a range of opinions that seem to be more left than they are right, then you, you could describe yourself as on the left, maybe, right? Anyway, people fucking know that. No, I'm not, you know, so, as we know from the political compass stuff we did early on in this, on the horizon sky, it's like, you know, we, we're all over, the, you know, our opinions are all over the place in different ways, right, left, um, libertarian, authoritarian, not really interesting exercise anyway. Anyway, the point I was going to make was, the reason I, the way I talk about the left as I do, it's not because I see it as bad having having opinions that are on the left sometimes, or all the time, depending on what you're talking about, is that I see the left as the most, it's, it is the place where restrictions of freedom will, are most likely to come from. Like policies, laws, clampdowns on speech, clampdowns on freedom of movement, all these things that we're fucking kind of seeing anyway, that's where they're most likely to be ramped up. And come from and, and 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 properly brought in for for per, in permanence, you know, for to stay, like not these sort of short periods we've seen um, over the last few years. But that's where it comes from. That's why I worry about it because it's you know the, I think the left like is this. the left, the extreme left is socialism, fucking communism, and it's all that bullshit. Yeah, like I said, I think I think you're right that it's most likely to go fucking nuts under. Under that side, but like I said, we are where we are now. After a fucking decade of conservative, of right leaning governments, yeah, um, it's why you've really got interestingly to step away from the, the fucking sides thing. Yeah, interestingly on the um, can you hear me? on the what something that's, yeah, can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, the internet's a bit dodgy at times at the minute. Interestingly, earlier on, I was looking up. Um, I say earlier on, yesterday, I was looking at uh, US, US, the US national debt uh, and all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. in that journey, I came upon a website that lists all the countries and that, what the deficit is and all the rest of it. And I just brought up the page again to look at the UK's deficit um, since 2010. Interesting information. Interesting information. So let's, uh, let's put it up again, I'll just tell you. So the our deficit in 2010 was, uh, well, the percent of GDP was uh, minus 9%, right? So we were bringing in, on an annual basis, 229 billion, 229 billion less than we needed. So uh, it was costing us 229 billion more to run the country than we had so it was at nine percent of gdp and between 2010 and 2018 they reduced it from nine percent to two percent so they're basically fucking hell yeah like that's a huge difference two four six eight two mm-hmm. four six eight so that's like yeah. it reduced it by over 75 percent by 80 percent and then um and then in 2020 well, it ramped right up uh, uh, right now, six percent. Six percent. Yeah, twenty twenty twenty. It went. It ramped up to thirteen percent. We were three hundred fifty two billion, three hundred fifty two billion a year. Yeah. 
uh, that was a deficit, and now they brought it down out. I say they. It's been brought down out to to six percent. So it's not to where we were two percent in twenty nineteen, but it's coming down. Now I did I did yeah. read somewhere a while ago that GDP isn't a great measure isn't the great measure for um uh like national performance as is as it's painted out to be. And I can't remember the reasons why. I need to look into that again. But uh if you want a real horror story, look at the US deficits. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just fucking crazy. Gone mad, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the blip. We've, we're fucking 36 minutes in. It's smart to me, long one. Uh, 36 minutes in that we've done who's going to win the UK election and why. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, anything we, else to be UK? fair, we can I talk about that in more detail because we live here. That's true. Yeah. I think. I think you are going to see this year in the UK, just to finish this off, and it's connected to all of this shit. I think you're going to see civil unrest, not like American burn the world civil unrest. I think you're going to see lots of lots of rioting, small scale stuff that maybe gets bigger. Um, yeah, that's what I think you'll see. I think increased tensions oh. that are connected to uh, the public's reaction to the immigration issue and general cultural uh, imported problems. That's what we're going to see. I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see a lot of it. And as we said previously, the the government, I don't think, really minds any of that because I think it does, even if it's for in the short term in their eyes, I think it gives them an excuse to to shore up any laws or bring in new laws and, you know, restrict freedoms. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think Labour stops that. I think Labour makes that worse. Um, yeah. Because the, the Labour certainly aren't going to do anything about immigration. They'll, they know it's an issue for the election, so they will make noises about it, nice noises, just like the Conservatives have been doing over the past, like, what, two months? Um, but nothing will change. People will get more angry, and you'll start to see shit happening on the streets. Yeah, that's what I think. Unfortunately, I think the police. Think you know, we support the police. I think it's a fucking incredibly hard job currently. Uh, I think you're going to the police going to see the shit end of it. I think they're going to struggle to cope. Through no fault of most of the time, people on the on the actual uh, on the street, and you have you have paused. So I don't know if you can hear me. I'm just going to keep talking. In fact, we might just cut this out. Are you here? Are you back? I can't hear. Right, in 39 minutes, it all goes to shit. That's why I need to remember when I'm trying to edit this. I can't hear you all. Yeah, because I muted myself. Oh, you fucking mom. Why have you done oh. that? Yeah, but also, my, my, my internet's gone pear-shipped. But it's all right, carry on. 
Ah, rubbish. Okay, well, where are you up to? I can't. I, I hear you all. I can hear you. It's not a drama. It's like I, if I freeze in your end, I can still. Oh. If I freeze on my, if I freeze for you, I can still hear you, mate. So you just carry on. Just pretend I've not well, frozen. That, that's, just that's, monologue. That's not obvious. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it happens. It, it happens yeah, to you know, sometimes yeah, on these episodes. Know, yeah, I don't. Know. I don't say anything. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't initially. But it's like. If we can't hear each other, there's no point, is there? Anyway, we've got a minute and 20 there. We're basically fucking bullshit. And I'm going to have to cut out. Yeah, I was just saying that the, I think you're going to see more uh, unrest on the streets as people get sick of issues related to immigration. And uh, when it comes down to it, I think it it's multiculturalism. Because we, we're starting to see that it's not really a thing. It hasn't worked out as well as you, you would like. Like the idea hey. hasn't really worked out very well. Uh, no, I don't think that's the issue. Well, br- the idea, well, bring people in, allow people to come in, and then just let them crack on and make their own little bubbles of people, which I understand. That's different. And then not really. So that's, different to, that's different to multiculturalism. That's different. So multiculturalism is fine. Multiculturalism can work. It's fine. The problem is mass immigration. Mass immigration. That's the problem. The problem's not immigration. The problem's not multiculturalism. The problem is mass immigration. And you can't have multiculturalism with mass immigration. It don't work. It needs to yeah, be time for it to be. A, there needs to be time for them to integrate. It doesn't happen. I this, understand. Yeah, right. I understand all of that. Right. You also need a willingness to integrate. But yeah, and the, but the willingness to integrate doesn't come because of mass immigration. Because they don't Not need to. Not necessarily. I yeah, don't I agree fuck, with it that. It fucking is. Because, it fucking um, is. Because before mass immigration, multiculturalism wasn't a problem. People are multicultured. I say people, society was multicultured. We had cultures embedded with other cultures. They were fucking integrated. And sure, you get some small pockets, right? But they exist in like microcosms, these silos. They get the mass immigration, safety in numbers. I don't mean that in like a fucking dodgy way. Same like all oh, the Muslims are coming. I don't mean like that, right? Or whatever, whatever religion. I mean safety numbers. They come over. They've got they've got money. They've got they've got you know they've got what they need to survive in their own bubble. And why would you want to? Why would you want to stray out of your bubble if you didn't need to, especially in a new foreign land where you are and you don't know it very well? Like, so multiculturalism isn't the problem. Mass immigration is a problem. Okay. Now I'm talking about where we are. Like, you're talking about a world that doesn't exist because that didn't happen. Okay. But I understand what you're saying, but like, that didn't happen, did it? What did happen is that lots and lots of people came. And as a result of that, multiculturalism hasn't really worked out very well. So we kind of agree. I'm just, you know what I mean? It's like the the world that you're living in where we did things sensibly doesn't exist anymore. The world we we live in... It doesn't in in some parts of the UK. Okay. Right. You're talking cities. You're talking cities. You're talking London. You're talking Birmingham. You're talking fucking Leeds. You're talking... 
Bradford, you're talking Manchester, I don't know about Liverpool, you know, Glasgow, Edinburgh. Like, yeah, the places like the powerhouses of the of the country, the places that actually really matter. Sorry, guys. If you live in a little town, that's fine. You're okay at the moment. But like the powerhouses that keep the country going and which, I don't know, it's it's basically the backbone of the country, those cities. Yeah. So if you, get, you can't go, well, it's fine. It's only cities. So, well, cities is the spine of the country. That's where it really matters. It's like the, and London is the brain in some ways. And London's fucked. Did you see it yesterday? You see the Eritreans fucking smashing the police up yesterday? No. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? They, what? What happened? So this one talking about these little riots that are about, um, they tend to be about long standing, either like tribal or, you know, just group against group. Fighting, Conf- little this shitty little conflicts that have been imported into the UK, problems that we didn't have here. We got our own fuck problems, obviously, but new problems that came come in, and then they fight on the streets about it. Oh, and the police get involved, and the police begin fucking. Oh, I up. wondered why Eritrea was trending yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is kind of what I'm this is kind of what I'm talking about. Like, if you're going to these people, bring their their shit with them. And I'm not, this is not fucking all of them, obviously. There's people who just want to fucking come and have a nice life and get on with shit. But if you do import problems that people have, you have to then deal with their problems and you don't necessarily have to do it. This one we're talking, this one basically talking about when you're seeing these, these small, at the moment, small level problems where you have to see these little clashes, maybe some stuff gets smashed up. The police who are supposed to be going doing other stuff, like, making the country nice, fucking dealing with the law type stuff, have to deal with this stuff that they didn't previously have to deal with quite so much. And you're going to see more and more of that. They're going to get stretched. And once they realise that the police really are stretched and they can't cope, it just ups the ante. So things become, it becomes, you know what it's like with a group and a crowd and when people get excited, Suddenly it goes from we're having a little fight on the street with my fucking, you know, so-and-so, who's basically, you think of it like football teams. Football teams fucking fighting on the street. Once they realise that the police can't cope, well, actually, I'm just going to, while everyone's fighting over there, I'm going to go smash the shop up and steal some stuff, screw yeah. my fucking family away. This is why it escalates. I think you're going to see more and more and more of that, unfortunately. Unfortunately. And I, I don't see any sign, sign of it stopping. And then to, to link to the US, I think you're going to see something similar in the US. Yeah. But that, there you go. That's my prediction for the oh, UK. Oh, we we're going to spend, we were going to spend longer on that because it's the UK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's my prediction. Labour get in. Unrest on the streets. Unrest on the streets leads to nasty stuff being said online about, about uh, unrest on the streets. Um, people say it's all fucking far right people and then you'll start to see restrictions come in either in physical restrictions on your ability to go out on the streets and protest and stuff like that and you'll also have the restrictions on people saying things online about what's happening so if you get upset about what you see on the streets you'll be restricted on live and talking about it that's what I think 2024 is and that's the problem and that's what I'm talking about maybe it suits the government maybe it fucking does suit the government to have a bit of unrest on the streets because they get to do those two things. And don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-government. I'm not completely anti-government anyway. I like small government. But what we have currently is not what 
we should have. It's not really working for us people. So, yeah. Um, US, what do you think? Does the fucking T-Dog get back in? Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, how could he, like, how would, how do they stop him? Uh, well, I, I, you've got sort of three, isn't there? There's like direct things, and then there's, need, is it, there's one indirect one. So all the stuff at the moment isn't working about taking off ballots and stuff like that. They're going to try and do that. Because they're still trying to push well, the facts. You say it's not working, what? they've done it. And it hasn't it hasn't been reversed yet, has it? I think one of them has. Has Colorado been? What? Which Maybe? one? Has Colorado, it been reversed? I think it's been reversed. I, I think. Don't fucking quote me completely. I think. But I think there's a public acknowledgement that when it, get, when it all gets to the Supreme Court, it all gets fucking turned off. What they want is for people to believe that they can't vote for it. If you know what I mean? They're normalising the idea that this is a man who shouldn't be on the ballot and can't be voted for. It's been appealed. It's been appealed. I think that's what it's about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think that's what this stuff is about. So there's that. There's the take him off the ballot stuff. There's the fucking kill him, which I think is unlikely. Um, and then you've got... The other one, which is push the election to the right. Now, this is a, this is a freaking outside one. I think if we end up in a, well, the US ends up in a large scale proper conflict, like you can call it World War Three if you want, but it ain't gonna be the fucking world, is it? If they end up in some sort of war in Europe against Russia, if that were to happen, which obviously then would probably connect Middle East, so maybe you do end up with World War-ish type of thing. If that happens, they can just push the election to the right. They they, like, they can stop the election in 2024. We're not going to have it because... It I don't does. think they will. I don't think they will end up in, in the war with over there. And the reason I say it is because I think Russia and China will do everything to avoid it. And, and I th but you asked me what I thought was happening. I didn't say it was going to or not. You asked me what the, the reasons why they couldn't. Okay, I was just I was just talking. I was just talking what, on that point. Yeah. Go on then, carry on. Go on. No, I'm just saying. This, <laughs> I'm just saying. You asked me why I thought Trump right. would get in, why he wouldn't win. That they're the three things, and talk about really likelihood of those things happening. But they're the three major things. Continue. So yeah, go on. I'll keep my tell fucking me, opinions no, 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 to myself. Tell me why. <laughs> I wasn't finished answering your question. Go on, go you asked on, go me a on. question Sorry. and then you started Sorry, telling me why, go on. Yeah, go on. why one of them wasn't going to happen. I'm done. They were, they're the, the three main things. Like, yeah, I think they had to stop people voting for him in some way, i.e. legal, he's in prison, ballot stuff, that type of thing. Or he dies in some way. Or some ha something happens. Call it a fucking, you can say black swan or whatever you want to call it. Something happens that means that the election doesn't happen. And there'll be the fucking bomb will go off as a not physical bomb, but the fucking sad face bomb will go off and you might end up with martial law in some places. Which do you think is, of the three is the most likely? 
I think they kill him. <laughs> I don't I think they kill him. Mate. I think they kill him. It's and uh, it's just too but obvious. It's, it's, though, it's a simple it's solution. It's a simple solution. It is because it. Well, it, they would only. There's no. Ki- let's say they suicide him. It's fucking mad that we talk about this as realistic, and it totally is totally realistic, right? Because they've fucking done it uh, before. So, uh, and it's the simple, it's the simplest solution for them, especially if they can make it look like it was an accident. This is such a ridiculous conversation. No, but it doesn't matter. Let's say, let's say he dies of a heart attack. You know, well, the the best solution for them is he actually does die of natural causes. Right, but let's say he dies and, yeah. he, and it looks like his natural causes. That's the best solution, mate, because it just t- it just t- it removes it removes the flashpoint from from America. It removes the weapon from the gap. You know, how many more to do that? If you do that, yeah, but still, it's still the 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 best solution compared to the other two or the other three, because the third is he runs. <laughs> You know, well, the, the eventualities, the likelihoods, I should say. The, uh, yeah. Well, if he runs, he wins, doesn't he, currently? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you basically, you need, if you can't get him legally, which doesn't seem to be, to be working, can't get him legally, and you can't kill him, then you need some way that the election either doesn't happen indefinitely or the election does happen, but there is something that happens around it that means you can fucking square it away for yourself. So is that some sort of fucking cyber attack thing? You stage a cyber attack on polling day? That's fine. You can do that. But like the problem with that is, I was talking about this on, on Twitter the other day. Um, you can do that, but then if let's say it's voting day and it all goes fucking wrong, um, some sort of internet outage widespread in the US, um, and as a result again, well, we can't trust the election results, so we just need to default. So maybe we'll do another. We'll do we, We'll push it to the right for six or twelve months. That's a possibility. But then you've got to do it again in twelve months. I think. You know what I, mean? I think. I think that it's more likely that they would push through a war, like or, or yeah, a bigger war than what they've got in their hands, a direct war with the, the US. As the US are pushing that, and I think that because of the industrial military complex, right? That's why I think. Now going back to the mm-hmm. point I was, I nearly made earlier, <laughs> was I don't. I I think Russia and China will are doing and will do everything to avoid, to avoid giving the US the excuse to do that. And the reason I think that is, mm-hmm. the, uh, well, for, well, I think when, when, the, when Russia invaded Ukraine, I didn't think they, I think they miss, I think they miss, uh, what's the word? They misjudged what the American response would be. I didn't think they'd been in the situation. They didn't think they'd been in the situation they are now, Russia, right? With the, with the American response to that, or the West response to it. Now, where we are now, um, I think that they'll, be avoiding it at all costs because one, they are, will absolutely are absolutely meddling in the US's affairs because they know that that ship is capsizing. They know the US has got major problems um, 
in society and in government. They know how fucking corrupt they are. And they know what drives them. And they know that if they poke that bear, not poke it, if they keep prodding at that problem, like aggravate things in the US, doing it online, doing it through the bots, doing it through actions in Ukraine, doing it through political conversations and all of that shit that they can just they can make the US crumble faster that's what I think right and another reason why they won't want to bring they won't want to uh, sort of allow America to engage them in a, in a direct war is one obviously because the threat to their fucking nation where as unstable as America is it makes it more likely they will do some crazy shit with some fucking big weapons that they've got that's one and number two it is pretty obvious now to the entire world, if it hasn't been for the last fucking 10, 15, 20 years, that if you get into an engagement with the USA, the USA will do everything they can to draw that engagement out as long as they fucking can. As long as they can. They don't engage in they don't engage in wars primarily primarily to settle political disputes or, you know, yeah, international disputes. They get into it because they need they want something to generate money and cash, basically, and so they look to draw it out. Look at Ukraine, Ukraine, perfect example. And that is not the interest of China and Russia. They don't want to get into something that's going to be drawn out that they can't disengage from because it gets perpetuated by America. That's what I think. Um, so I think you'll you see. Oh, but again, that maybe that will play into that, that third scenario where you got your, maybe not the cyber attack scenario, it plays into that sort of, sort of the same category. But... Um, but because the because Russia and probably China are meddling probably increasingly in America's affairs, they want to sink that ship quicker. Then maybe it's going to be more obvious and it's going to be more actual tangible evidence that the U.S. government will be able to have at the time of the election to say, "Hey, well, this is fucking on." You know, before we said we had proof that they were meddling in the election; it wasn't really true. Well, we've actually got proof now, and so this election's bullshit. Because of the Russians, and then they can they can maybe flip it round that way. But I I don't think that'll happen. I think I think Trump dies. I think I because I, I, all the all the others present risk. They're not clear cut for that. They're not clear cut, are they? If they yeah, results of all of them is the same. Yeah, but I'm saying the one the one that is most likely to succeed in Trump not getting into power is Trump is not around to get into power. He's not going to jail. He's not going to jail. Yeah. Get suicided. Yeah, I think it's I don't know, I'm I'm increasingly thinking it's like the last one where they just postpone the election for some reason. And I think it's it's possible that they, they can I think they can do it because of some fucking because of a, a large scale war. So if like there was a if World War Two happened, they could say, right, well, it's a time of war. We are at war. It's not the time to have an election. I think they can do that. Um, I think that might be what happens. I think and it's probably surrounding, yeah, what's happening in Ukraine and then connected to yeah. where they are in the Middle East. Yeah, actually. You know what I mean? I mean, we saw, what was it, yesterday? Again, that's harder before. to do. That's harder to do. It's harder to do than just kill him. Why is it harder to Cause, do? Because just kill him. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's too obvious. Like, you have He's to, old. Okay, so, no, no, look at the public. Look at the American public. Normally, American public. 
right? Normally, American public. Obviously, you're talking. You, you talked before about just to, to digress slightly. You talked before about the the sort of cyber stuff happening between the actual, you know, the security battle that is constantly happening between all fucking countries. Try and get one. Try and get intelligence. Try and get one over on each other. Try and fuck each other over constantly. That's always happening, and obviously, it's always happening between the the, the Americans, us, China. Russia. That's just a thing that happens. We try to destabilize each other. We try and fuck each other over. That's a thing. If you're look, you're trying to persuade to the man on the street in America, convincingly, that um, you think you know, to to keep Trump out. If Trump dies, I think it's unlikely. People won't believe. That it's natural. People, just let me finish. Let me finish. People, what's well, saying that you fucking let me fucking finish? <laughs> let me explain my point. So the end, they think we're wrong. The end result is a fucking shitstorm. I think the end result is a shitstorm. People going, this is fucking bullshit. You're just doing it so that Trump doesn't get in. Whether he dies, appears to die, that's what causes all the actual killing. There's still a fucking fireball after that. When people go mad, they burn, they fight, and do all that stuff. You have a bit of martial law, maybe. You can sell easier the fact that we have to go and fight. I know there's not support for it, but we have to go and fight this war. We have to go and fight against Russia and the Middle East. There's a big enemy. It's World War fucking three. We've got to go and fight this. You pull up all sorts of bullshit about patriotism and doing the right thing and freedom and democracy and all the shit that America always pulls out the bag. You sell that to the American public and say, look, we will have an election, but it's going to be in 18 months' time. We need to postpone it for 18 months. Now is not the time. It would be irresponsible for us to do it. All that stuff. We can't look weak. All that shit that they'll fucking pull out. That is an easier sell. And obviously that just that timeline just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed to the right. The election keeps going to the right as long as they can keep the conflict going. That's an easier sell to the public because there is there's enough. Well, maybe it's this, maybe it's not deliberate, maybe it is. There's enough doubt there to keep that pushing to the right than just the bloke you want is dead. Sorry. No, but that's exactly that's exactly the point. So you, if if Trump doesn't exist, right? It's got, I was talking about the left and all that earlier. It's similar with the right, right? There are a fuck ton of people in the USA who just scream and shout, Trump, Trump for president, make America great again. They just say it because he represents the right. And there are some fucking lunatics who say it. The exact opposite to the lunatics on the left. They're the lunatics on the right and they say it, right? And they are in the game. They have, they're, they're like a, a real superficial level. They've got no real deep, sort of understanding of why they want Trump to get in, why they want the uh, the grand old party to get in, why why they want them in the house, right? In the house, in in in, in power. Um and so if you remove Trump, right? If Trump it's not possible, it's no longer possible for him to be in power, right? Because if he's in jail, it is possible. They see hope. If you remove him and he's gone, right, all those people who are like who who were sort of they're only in it because they just the shouting and the fucking the virtue signaling and all that. They disappear, mate. They're off the map. And you take you what happens for the opposition is they remove a huge chunk of people who were uh, 
who were um, severely, significantly opposed to them, and they're on the side of Trump. They get rid of them. It's like, and 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 for those remaining who actually do believe Trump is the right person for the USA, and they actually do believe, you know, um, all of the things that he stands for, he says he stands for, and they do believe all of the fucking nefarious shit that the opposition has been doing. Uh, they call the opposition, the fucking people in power right now are doing to keep them out of power, and they believe in democracy and all that shit, right? It dampens down their their motivation to do anything too, because all of a sudden, what they, there's what are they putting all the energy to shout for Trump for when Trump is no longer available to get into power? It just it's the, it is the simplest, most effective thing: get him off the get him to get him off the ballot. He is dead. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't really agree. I get what you're don't saying. But I think how you, you are. How you can't see it's the most effective way because 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 you martyr him. If he's off the, I think I get you can't fucking vote for him. I understand that, but I think you let let's make it clear. I, I find Trump. We find Trump entertaining <laughs> as a character. We don't. We're not like Trump. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're we're looking at this like. That's the battle in the US is Trump versus fucking the current administration. Yep. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. I understand if you fucking take him out of existence, he can't be president. And but I don't think you you're like, well, I think dies down there. I'm not sure it does. That's basically where we differ, I think. I think no one will believe he died naturally. No one will, and everyone will think they've been killed. He's they've killed him. You basically martyr him and the problem you have at the moment is not just that Trump exists. It's the things that have happened because Trump exists. So the current administration have shown that they fundamentally don't believe in democracy in the, in the way that you're meant to fucking believe in it. They've shown that. They're trying to stop someone be, be able to be voted for. They're, trying, they're doing everything they possibly can. All the things that they've invaded other countries for and assassinated people for in other countries around the world for years, they... They're basically doing that to somebody in their own country. So I think everyone who would support Trump, who is on the right and would support Trump, I don't think they just fucking go away. I think you would just create even more rage at the current Democratic Party, the current you know, the incumbents of the US government currently. I think, that, I think that gets real fucking nasty. I think you would have somebody else who would step up Someone would come in and fill Trump's. Well, uh, be RFK, wouldn't it? Shoes. Maybe that's yeah. Vivek. Who? Right? Vivek. Oh, I thought it'd be RFK. That guy. No. No, I don't think so. No, no, no I don't. I just, I don't think so. I think, I think he is a. I don't think. He's that guy. I think the other guy, Vivek. Is uh, probably the guy. Now I think he's fucking. He's he's suspicious purely because he's so good, and if, I'm suspicious about how good he is. He seems too fucking perfect in a lot of ways. Uh, however, yeah, I think he steps off. If Trump goes down, everyone votes for him. The worst, I don't think it's RFK. You've everyone votes for Vivek, and you have the same problem. I don't think it solves the problem. If, let's let's be honest. Like Trump is the focal point of this. But fundamentally, it's about the Democrats in the US not wanting to give up power. That's what it's about. They don't want to lose the election. And I, obviously, no political party wants to lose an election. But there's some fucking sketchy shit happening to make sure they don't lose an election. 
They don't want to give power up. And they're entitled to want to not give power up. They want to keep doing what they think is right for the country and whatever. But Trump fucking going doesn't mean that everyone suddenly votes fucking Democrat. They just go to a different conservative. No, but it, it dampens uh, it. Damp- it suppresses. I don't think, I don't think uh, it does. I don't think I, it does. I, I don't think I, it does because you've martyred it. I disagree strongly. What do you think about okay. that? Cool. But the thing is, time is going to pass. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> time is going to pass, so we're going to see what happens with all this stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't. I just, I, it's it's basically nothing sensible is going to happen. No. Nothing no. sensible. Nothing fucking no. sensible. I really have to look happen. at. It's going to be mental. Look at look at look at their last election. That was a that was. Fucking hell! Probably one of the most meddled with elections in the history of the USA. And look at the election. Well, the last two. What? The last two elections have been people have said that they were uh, yeah. sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? At least. Well, the last. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, 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 yeah. But the last the one. The la- Bush one was fucking the sketchy. Last one, fucking bonkers. Hillary Clinton said that uh, when she lost the job the first time, it was yeah. sketchy. She said it was all yeah. bullshit. I don't know yeah. this one yet. Fucking mental. It's fucking crazy, is. isn't it? 12 years? Longer? Mm. Yeah, my math is fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. Nothing sensible is happening. It's, it's all going to be yeah, on fire. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare for yeah. all of us. All of us. You know, um, like, Ru- Russia and, and Russia and uh, China are increasingly looking like places you want to go if you want to, if you want to live out your life in a stable way. <laughs> you might have to give up some personal <laughs> freedoms, <laughs> but, um, but, you, but, you, but <laughs> at least you're living in something that's predictable. Did most people just want to be crazy. left alone? Most people literally just want to be left alone and listen, have a have a nice life. Um, yeah, I don't want to be fucking. The problem with talking about next year is I don't want to be fucking mega doomer about the whole thing. I don't want to do that. I want to try and like be positive, but I, I think we'll struggle. I think your your plan for next year just has to be try and insulate yourself as best you can from how these things can affect you. So if you can insulate yourself slightly financially, try and do that. If you can insulate yourself fucking physically, like if you live in a city, maybe don't live in a city, you know, have a, if you're able to do it, maybe just go and live outside of the city for a bit if you're in a big city. Um, I think they're the only, you, you just got to accept that it's not going to be a normal year and make... Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as catastrophic as you think it's going to be. No, I don't think it's. But I don't think it's going to be fucking burned out. Like I don't think everything's going to be on fire and it's going to be fucking chaos. But I just think lots. I think things are going to happen where you're going to be like, "Fucking hell, I could do without this. This is affecting my life. I'm just trying to fucking get on with shit." I think that type of thing is going to happen more. And where you are, it's a good. It's a good point. Yeah, it's like when if and when all this shit starts going down, and well, social like. Civility is going to start getting eroded over the next year. We know it for sure, right? And just pe- shit's going to be a bit less stable. Going to get less stable. Let's just say, let's just say it's that. Right? Yeah. And uh, and I'm talking and talking to your listeners here, so or viewers. So and if that's the case, and you're getting pissed off with whatever's going on, maybe you're on the left, maybe you're on the right. And you think I'm not happy with what the f- what is going on? You know for sure. You would know. You should realize for sure 
that what you are going to be consuming on social media and what you're going to be consuming on, on, on the mainstream media, that is going to be telling you one story. It's going to be pitching one reason or one one category of reasons at you for why you are unhappy, right? And you need to, when that happens, you need to consciously think, this is not the whole thing. This is what I'm being told. This this is one side of the story. And there may be elements of it that are true. There may be elements that are false. And that is the same for whichever source that information is coming at you at. Whether it's a source that's perceived as being on the right. Maybe it's a source that's being perceived as Labour uh, or Conservative. Maybe it's a source being on the left, being perceived as, as Labour. Maybe it's a political source, a mainstream, mainstream media source. But what you need to do is think what is the opposite of the opinion? Is that really where the problem is coming from? Is this problem in London I'm experiencing or Liverpool I'm experiencing or this problem at work I'm experiencing or this financial situation I'm experiencing? Is it really because of X, Y, Z reason? Is it really because of multiculturalism? Is it really because labour in power? Is it really because there aren't enough, free, uh, there aren't enough uh, hate crime laws? You know, is it really that? Or is it something else? Or is it other things? Because it always is other things. So just try try not to be drawn into believing the first reason, the first opinions thrown at you. Think, what is the bigger picture? And the way you discover that bigger picture and try and inform yourself better, understand things better, which is going to be critical over the next year, two years, is that you seek out opinions that are different to your own. You seek them out. Or you engage, if you can, if you've got the time or the opportunity, because not everyone has the time or the opportunity, you engage in conversation with people who think differently. And, you, and that is just to flesh out what you think about what is going on. And that will help you inform what you think should be happening. And if you're in a position to be able to change that or do something about it, like vote, for example, or something else, then you can do it knowing that you're well informed, that you've actually thought things through. You're going to get thrown information at you, and it's going to be bullshit in the first instance. Or will be, or will be, or will there'll be elements of bullshit in it? And it happens to people on the right, happens to people on the left, happens to people everywhere. Go a level down, and 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 uh, and yeah, that, that is the most important thing. Just seek out opinions that are opposite, opposite to yours. If you've got something strong, read them, listen to them, watch them. Whether it's a video, whether it's a book, whether it's a fucking podcast, whether it's an interview, whether it's someone you hate, have hated, you know. Have a listen. Watch some of the interviews. And then engage in a debate in your head with that person. Okay, why do I think opposite to what he thinks? Why or she thinks? And it, you'll be you'll be better off for it and it'll help you understand the world better. Because what happens what happens in these situations and what's going on, what happens now anyway, especially in America, and definitely over here in the UK is people in power and media, they capitalize on the fact that people do not go, they will not do any exploration in their mind uh, below the level of headline and maybe the first paragraph of an article, or below the level of heard an interview, a short interview, heard a heard a heard a soundbite on on a, on a podcast somewhere, or saw a fucking ten second reel on Instagram of some politician saying something, and they 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 capitalise on the fact that you won't go below that, and they tap into your emotions and they feed you the same shit, the same shit, the same shit, and all of a sudden. You are thinking wholly on the left or wholly on the right. And the reality is the reasons behind things happening and the reason for uh, problems is is a mix of a mix of all sorts of reasons that come from a mix of the left and the right. 
you know, I mean, I just on other things, not just the left and the right, but I'm, I'm, they're, the, they're the two obvious sort of uh, what you call it uh, divisions that we, we tend to we tend to look at. Anyway, that's my run over. <laughs> yeah, well, I think right. You know, so it says, I think also to it connects to that. Don't think you have to think something because one of your ideas is traditionally seen as being on one side of that argument. Like, you're allowed to think what you think. Your beliefs and your ideas don't have to match a gang. You can have some ideas that seem to be on the right. You can have some ideas that seem to be on the left. Like, don't be trapped into this idea that, oh, well, so-and-so thinks this, but he also says this, and that doesn't shine with this, this sort of party line. So they're not a true this, or if they then somehow um, are untrustworthy or whatever. Like, understand what you think and try and understand why you think it. And just have those as your beliefs. And obviously, we, as we say, you know, they are your beliefs and your ideas. Churn them over constantly. Test them against the world constantly. Don't allow people to fucking tell you what you should be thinking. And also... One of the things we've, and it's like, it's a real insidious thing, but certainly over the past probably five years, we've got this thing, the self-censorship thing. Now, I guarantee this happens to some people. I guarantee it's happened to all of you, actually. Tell me I'm talking shit. You will see something happening, or you will read something, or you will, whatever, you will experience something that... uh, invokes an emotion or a oh in you and what you'll do is go oh shit I shouldn't really be thinking that guarantee that's happened to everybody you'll see something happen and you'll go and then you'll think fuck that fucking hell I'm glad no one can hear like can read my mind that's a natural response now it might be give me an example I don't I don't think I can say that is the case for me. I don't, unless I'm misunderstanding what you're saying. So, yeah. Okay, so have you read something in the news? Yeah. For example, let's just say you're like, okay, yeah, if you're, you're scrolling TikTok, TikTok, fucking hell, don't, I'll be on TikTok recently, it's fucking bad. I'm trying to get sank back up on there, so I'm about to indulge. Um, yeah, so you, you're scrolling X and you read something and you have a, an instinctive feeling about what you just read. And then you think, well, I'm glad no, I wasn't. I, my thought didn't wasn't out loud, and no one could hear me, because you're worried about what somebody might think about what you think. That's the self censorship thing. So, if you let, let, let's look at the, the thing. Um, there's a recent Tavistock thing, isn't it? It turns out that in the Tavistock clinic, uh, there were three olds that they were um, putting forward for like no. reassignment surgery and all that stuff. Yeah. So there were there were three roles that were on that process, right? You read that, and instinctively, you go, "I did it. I did anyway." I went, "Fuck's sake! This there's a real fucking drama here. So it needs to be done about this. That's not correct." In the wrong circle, I've seen that's a it's a bad example because most people are realizing that some of this stuff is bad now. But in the wrong circle, 
Ah, I see. I, I thought you were, yeah, I thought you were referring to extreme thoughts. I'm thinking, fucking, what goes on your mind? Yeah, but that, 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 five years ago, that wasn't extreme thoughts. Or three years ago, two years ago, that wasn't extreme thoughts. The idea that, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I know. What I mean? Like that, that type of thing. That type of thing. Do you second guess your own, your own thoughts? And you should. But you find you catch yourself going, fucking hell. Oh, yeah. If I was in. Yeah, yeah. If I was in public and I, that, and I yeah. was heard by people, that might have caused me problems. Not necessarily, Jesus Christ, I'm talking about fucking you know, burning babies or whatever. I don't, I don't want people to hear that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like when you catch yourself going, fucking hell, yeah, maybe that would damage me publicly. If well, this is the problem. This is the problem with, this is the problem with like um, restrictions on what you can and can't say, right? Uh, and you know this, and yeah. this explained to people, is that it, it, so that there, what you're talking about, I agree. Yeah. Happens to everyone. Fucking, or pro- probably most Stop people or has happened. Right. Um, yeah. But that is like step one to controlling what you think, which re- restricting what you think, because step two, yeah. right. Cause that's step one in like, are oh, your brain learning? Oh, I can't. Cause in a, in a world where you can't say certain things like, because it's a hate crime, which we're fucking in right now, by the way. It's just not very, just not a lot of things at the minute impacted that way. Yeah. But if you say, you know, you say that thing and, 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 uh, and you know, you're going to get, someone's going to report you or the police will arrest you. Or if you say it online, you know, they're going to fucking knock on your house and you're getting a fine at the very least of 5,000 pounds as a community service, whatever. Well, step two in the evaluation of your brain learning that if I do X, bad things happen. Step two is, if I think X and say X, bad things happen. And step two is, you stop saying it. Well, okay, well, let's just not say it. And step three of your brain learning is, we'll stop thinking that. We'll stop thinking that way. It's, it's, lit, it's, yeah, it's, it's literally how, how the worst communist fucking states in existence, it's literally how the Soviet Union was so... How so many people fucking died in the in the end was was one of the major and how they were able to stay in power for so long. One of the major ways was because restrictions on what people could say and what people could think, and then it took away what people actually thought, and you end up with basically fucking zombies. North Korea, prime example. North Korea, prime example. Yep. Prime example. You know, and so if you remove, you know. It, in that example there, we we the three-year-olds at Tavistock Clinic. You know, if a law comes in and says you've got... Well, fucking hell, have we not almost had laws come in about, about trans rights? Come in, right? So if a law came in and said you can't... You're not allowed to challenge trans rights if you do, it's uh, it's illegal and you're getting fined or you're going to jail if it's a repeat offender. Right? Think how close we are to that now, right? So if that, and if that comes in, yeah. if that was to come in, then again, step one is you won't start, you won't be saying it. You won't be allowed to challenge things like three year olds in Tavistock Clinic getting their fucking balls chopped off, you know, or their breasts chopped off, right? Or uh, and their hormones being uh, given all the rest of it anyway. Yeah. Step one is that you're not saying it. And step two down the line is you're not even thinking it's wrong because it's just accepted. It's like oh, you, you, as in you, ten years time you, five years time you. And then you, your kids, the generation below, and they all grow up thinking, "Yeah, it's totally fine." You know, just uh, just change people. That's, that's how that's how it happens. That's the this problem is, with fucking it's speech. The, it's the process. Uh, yeah, it's why you know the man's not perfect, but it's one of the reasons why. 
fucking people appreciate Elon. Because he understands that. Yeah. You, but I think the connected point I was trying, I was going to make was you kind of have to say things. Like all that stuff is, is connected to being a yes man. Because that's effectively where yes man is. You're yes man in your own brain. You hear something from the outside, or see something from the outside, and you go, oh, I don't really like that. But yeah, it's okay. Instead of going, I don't think that's right. Now, I'm not suggesting that everyone gets online and starts fucking shouting at each other, and you start with arguments in the pub with people about fucking things being wrong. But you don't have to be, because then you end up being like an activist, which is, you know, people on the left call themselves activists because this is effectively what they do. But you should, they need to try and make a fucking grifty career out of being an activist. But it is necessary to say, I'm not sure that's right. Or have you read this? I don't, that, I, I looked into this and it looks like what you're saying isn't right. And actually, I don't think that's the way we do things. I don't, you know what I mean? Just yeah, saying the, something. The, the battle is that the the yeah the battle is not it's not oh go and voice that opinion that you that is that you were saying there. The opinion that you have that you maybe not is maybe a bit dodgy to say. Of which I certainly have some, especially in the corporate world. Like just because you know what it's like there's fucking shit you can't say at work and the shit you can't say right. And a lot of the shit you can't say at work because it'd be bad for you. Absolutely, it shouldn't be shit you say at work because it'd just be bad for you. Right, you know, either promotion yeah. not happening or you're getting sacked or stuff like that. But some of it is like fucking, that's a bit crazy. Um, go back to DI policies again. But the battle is not, uh, or the way to fight the battle is not go out like you say. It's not go out and go. I think this. No, 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 no. It's not the way to fight the battle is when you see something that indicates that is going to be some sort of clamp down on free speech. Same, which you've seen all the time, right? It's to oppose that. It's not to it's not to shout your opinion louder. It's to as in whatever that thing is you want to be able to say, it's to oppose the clampdown free speech. It's to oppose the hate speech laws. The hate speech laws. Like hate speech, that's a prime example. Hate speech laws. Anything you see about that, fucking fuck it off. We do not want that. Because it is a speech law. Remove the hate. It's a speech law. They're restricting what you what sounds you can and can't say with your mouth is what they're doing. It is batshit crazy. Do not want that. You do not want that. You know, you want the ability to voice your opinion. And uh, whatever that may be, you know. Um Yep. I want to hear fucking absolute turds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's that's tell me what that's how you fight the battle is you oppose those things. If you see something online about you know, the, whether it comes from the government or whether it comes from the opposition or whether it comes from whoever, a fucking individual, and you, and you disagree with it, to do with, like, again, speech stuff, and fucking say so. Like, make your opinion heard on that subject. Because there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's like, it's, it's a no-brainer to not want restrictions on your speech. It's a complete no-brainer. You don't want restrictions on your speech. Now, if you're thinking, yeah, we do, if you're thinking right now, dear listener, like oh yeah i do want i actually no i do want restrictions on speech because i don't want people to be able to um say homosexuals are evil and they're the devil and they should all die i don't want people to be able to say that do you know what i agree with your opinion that it's not great to say that and you shouldn't really think that about homosexuals but that 
opinion of yours that you want. You don't want people to be able to say that. That's great. So bring in a law that restricts that speech. But that law is only great when it's restricting the opinions that you don't agree with. Because that law will also apply to opinions that you do agree that you want to say, but the government thinks otherwise, or a different demographic thinks otherwise. You know, and, uh, and and then you fact, like it doesn't 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 work. Yeah, and also you have to also understand that there there is cost to this. There may be various levels of personal cost to to doing the right thing. And the, the right thing in this case we're talking about is to you know stand up for free speech. Like you have to be sad, like you're talking about the corporate world. Like you have, yes, fine, you do have to be savvy about things. You don't want to completely burn your career down for saying the wrong thing yeah. at the wrong time. But there's ways to do things, and I talk about with sex stuff being doing the right thing and being an example all the time. People do want leadership. There's lots of weak characters in the world. There's people. There's lots of people who. And there's not. There's not fucking wrong with it. There's lots of people who are followers. They want people to follow. They want people to go. Oh, to see a person and go. Oh, they're doing this. Oh, that's okay then. And that, obviously that works bad as well. It works on both sides of the fucking equation. But you saying something enables other people. To go well, actually, yeah, I th- I kind of think that as well. All right, well, I, maybe I'll say something next time. You've got to do it if you've got the character and you can are capable of being a leader. You you've got to do that. And obviously, there will be people going saying, "Well, yeah, but guys, I think what you're saying is bullshit. I don't agree with anything you fucking say." And you, if you're going to be a fucking some sort of example as a, as a leader saying this stuff, um, then you're basically a fucking a bad person for doing that. That's fine. That's the personal cost. Some people you previously had no drama with whatsoever. You're all high fiving and everything was great. Some of those people might go, "Oh fucking hell!" Don't like what he's saying. I've, my opinion on that person has completely changed. That's the personal. That might be the personal cost of you doing what you believe to be the right thing. It's just how it is. It's fucking annoying. But that's 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 the world. We don't all think the same. Yeah. Um, okay. Done the UK. But now I've done this long one here. Yeah. Done the UK. Done the US. Do I think we did it, did we not? Kind of. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be World War Three? Hmm? Do you think it'll be World no. War Three? You don't. Okay. No. No, I think America will try and. Force it, or force a war direct with Russia. Well, no, I think that's what's happening currently, isn't it? Yeah. And we saw the America. America appears to be America through Ukraine appears to be trying to fucking get Russia, like you were saying, trying to get Russia to react in such a way that uh, they can up the ante. Do you think? I'm sure. Like, do you in, think that Zelensky smashed that that town in Russia? People unaware, maybe unaware. Zelensky, Ukraine, military, they launched uh, a strike against a a town, stroke city, inside Russia, across the Ukrainian border, inside Russia, 
uh, I reasons I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to say, or they're saying there was military targets there. Anyway, the, the Russia report and they killed all the civvies and all this. But anyway, the point is, Ukraine launched an attack inside Russia, like a big attack. They've done it with drones already, haven't they? But they, they launched a big fucking attack inside inside Russia, indirect attack, and um, as in indirect weapons. And, um, and so, what I was going to ask is, do you think Zelensky's done that in order to provoke a response from Russia? So, so that the it's the US are pushed into giving him more financial support. Okay, well, you missed the key point. Is that I, as far as I'm aware, it was Czech weapons that were used, Czech donated weapons. UN to the, weapons, yeah. So the, the yeah, the NATO. Uh, NATO weapons, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the important point. Is that there is, there is NATO weapons used to strike Russia? Not that but it were was they like given for the, the for the strike, or did they just happen? I don't know, but it, that the issue that Russia has, Russia's red line, in theory, was that the use of NATO weapons to attack yeah. Russia would be yeah. a fucking. I think that red, red line, line shifted. That red line was what a year ago, or whatever. Again, I think that red line shifted because Russia well, maybe, won't, be, the, Russia won't want to get pulled into a war with America. Because I agree. I agree, but point is that that's an important point that you you didn't say because if that's yeah. what makes it different than the other yeah, times yeah, that have done yeah. it, than just fucking boxing yeah. drones or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think it could be either. So Zelensky certainly wants to keep this shit going. He wants the fucking the money tap to stay on from the US, and we've. I think prob- sorry. I think probably the only reason he wants to keep it running, mate, is because if he if if he if this situation ends in anything other than he's retained control of the majority of Ukraine, he knows. Like if Russia take over, he knows he's getting slotted. I think he, he's they're not going to let him live. They'd fucking kill him. I think Zelensky wants stability. Well, he wants the country back. He wants stability as opposed to the money train coming in. I don't okay. think he does. I think he wants to fucking. I think, yeah. I think he wants everything to fucking keep going. But but well, but if the point you just made there, the point if, if if the money top turns off, he dies. So that's what I mean. He needs it to keep going. Whether it doesn't matter yeah, what to the bring reason about is, the he end needs of that the war, to keep going. I, mean. no, I don't mm. think that's the game. I don't think he really gives a fuck about that anymore. Okay. I think he's in personal survival mode. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, but it's not about bringing about the end yeah, of the Yeah, but he can't, he can't go on going out country. He's not going There's no fucking way in his right mind he's thinking, I'll just I'll just govern this country and just keep him war for, for my entire term, which is probably going to be until he's dead. But what's his, what's his plan B? Control, take control of the country again. Pick Russia out. But is it? He might, yeah, but he knows that's not going to happen. He's not that much of a like, no, but he's, he's not that much he, of a fucking he is a moron. You got to, he, he is a moron. He's, this isn't a fucking savvy guy when it comes to. Nation leaders, but he can't. Yeah, but he can't think that he's going to win against Russia. He probably does think he's going to win. He probably does think he's going to win if he can get America just to to give them all all of the kit and equipment and and shit that he needs. He probably does not. He probably is underestimating the predicament that America's got itself into. What they've got problems at home. I think he's he's in this fucking he's in this fucking tunnel mindset. He's like, yeah. America's this amazing, great superpower, and uh, and uh, they can help me uh, retain 
you take Ukraine back and then everything's going to be all right. I, I do. Think, I think he's no, that naive. I don't think it's. I know. I, I think it's. I think it's more desperation, like you you've kind of said initially. I think he knows. As soon as I'm not useful, I'm going to go the way of everybody else. The the US has used. I'm going to be in the bin. So I need to keep this going. However, however I do it. Don't think he has. When, he, when I said he's going to be dead, I meant the Russians would kill him if if, he, if Ukraine was lost to Russia. Oh fuck no! Russians don't yeah, want to kill him. We'll kill him. No, I know you think that. Right, I know what I was saying yeah. was in a scenario where America turns off the tap of support, yeah. Russia takes Ukraine. He isn't surviving that. He's not going to take, not going to take Ukraine. We don't know, guys. I think I, I think it's I think that's incredibly unlikely. Well, if if US keeps going down the pan the way it's going, right, turn off support, and they're not able right. to draw America into a war, right, well, who's going to support Ukraine? Because if America doesn't support them, no one Nobody. else exactly. And if no one's supporting Ukraine, Zelensky is fucked and Russia wins. Yeah. So Zelensky, yeah. they're losing troops at a rate of, I think, for every one Russian soldier that dies at a minute, Ukraine is losing six or seven. Totally fucked. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible and becoming every day more likely that Russia will take Ukraine. Don't agree. Okay. David, they're interested in taking Ukraine. I think they're interested in taking the bits that they've got. I don't think they're interested in taking over the whole of Ukraine. I disagree. That's fine. We're allowed right. to disagree. But that, but that, that's where I'm coming from with it. I think uh, he knows he's dead when the war stops. And it's us. Not immediately, but he will get fucking blended by someone in the West once he has fulfilled his usefulness. Because he knows too much about what's happened in that place. There's a lot. We, if you're you're very naive, if you don't think that lots of sketchy stuff has happened via Ukraine during this process to do with money, there's not a chance in the world uh, that he is left to just go fucking happy at the end of this. So, your original question was, do I think that he's doing this deliberately? I think he could be either. He could be poking the Russian bear trying to get a response himself, just being a fucking rogue nutbag. Could do that because he'd done it previously. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, there was Russians. Was it? Was it Poland? There was a sorry, a Ukrainian missile hit Poland. I think maybe that it was earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. Something similar happened yeah. then, and I'm not saying that's sanctioned by him, but there's certainly people within uh, the Ukrainian forces who understand that if they can draw Russia properly into this and bring it, then bring the US properly into it then that's their best chance for saving their country. If, in the, if, you know, the US, as we know, also quite would like a full-scale thing with Russia. So it could be either. It could be the US saying, Zelensky, smash this into Russia. It could be him going, we're going to smash this into Russia. Either way, the Western side of this, the US, us, fucking Ukraine, want Russia to react so that there can be a wider conflict. That seems incredibly obvious. Nobody is interested in stopping this war on our side who is a, who has any sort of fucking clout. Otherwise, we would have done it previously. November 2022 was when that uh, missile strike was in Poland. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. every year ago. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's 
where that is. I think he he needs to keep it going. He's in desperation survival mode because he knows he's going to get fucking blended if uh, if the war ends. Don't think Russia is interested in fucking taking hold of Ukraine. I certainly don't think they're, they're interested in taking hold of Europe. Um, yeah. No, not Europe. Ukraine. Yes. Yeah, but if, if they take Ukraine, if they if you end if they end up Russians end up taking Ukraine, who do they then border against? That would end up being something they, bigger, that, wouldn't they, it? Just that the was way the border fuck, anyway. That works. Was more or less the border anyway. Ukraine was pretty much fucking. It but wasn't lame with them. Well, it depends on you, what you read, but anyway, anyway. But they weren't fucking NATO, were they? No, yeah. but they were gonna. They were gonna they be. NATO. They didn't. They, remember they? No, they weren't. They, they were never they, gonna be. They, they were never they, gonna be. Hang on. They. There's what gets spoken about and what's reality. Yeah, I tell you what's reality that Zelensky going back on the Minsk Accords, not not signing the agreement with Russia that he agreed to. So that was again, this is like step one towards moving away from alignment with Russia and moving to alignment with the West. Well, we know this started in 2014, yeah. didn't it, in yeah. Ukraine? All rolled from 2014, which is a fucking the well, Americans. Well, he says started. He says started. Obviously, it started fucking decades okay. before when Ukraine was a Soviet nation. Yeah. yeah. But the fucking, the thing that has pissed uh, Putin off started in 2014 where we, the US and us, actively started to try and turn the Ukraine towards our, our side properly. And there are, we know there's parts of Ukraine that aren't fucking interested in that. They want to be Russian, which is fine. You should be allowed to do that if you want to, surely. Yeah. Anyway, anyway oh, my blood is going to pop. It's a shit. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> so where do we go on that? Do we, do we think this will be World War Three or not? World War Three. Do we think it's going to be an escalation in Ukraine that leads into the Middle East? No, I think America will try it, and they'll realise it's not. I think maybe over the next sort of three to six months, they realise that they're not going to be able to provoke a war with Russia, um, and they will focus on fucking shit up internally to stop Trump getting. Roger, I think there might be something bigger in Europe, maybe. Maybe, like thirty percent. That's that's a that's a big just because fact that just yeah, but it's just because of like just rumblings about fucking things being said in the media to do with European and UK forces and the US and the the way the recruiting regime is happening again in the in the US and the differences in the in the adverts and all that stuff. All this stuff leads me to think that there is at least a preparation for, and some people say, yeah, well, that's obvious, guys. It's very sensible. I think there was some sort of preparation that something might happen in Europe. Mm. It's like, do you, do you, not, you must see the other day uh, Germans are talking about maybe having some sort of conscription y type thing again. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, the Americans have talked about the draft again. Like, there's lots of stuff. There's, a, there's an op, it's called like op mobilize that's coming to the UK. Try to get people ready for something happening in Europe. Basically, realizing that the our forces are in shit state, no one's joining, and actually, oh shit, what the fuck have we done? Those sorts of rumbling seems to be out there. I'm, I'm loving watching you fucking squirm, be pissed. <laughs> Those sorts of rumbling seems to be happening everywhere, which leads me to believe that there was at least preparation for something happening bigger in Europe. That's a mm. vibe. So maybe twenty five percent. I don't think it's fucking impossible that something goes fucking mad in mm. Europe that we see things that we didn't think would happen yeah, maybe we'll see 
Okay. Well, no, happy, happy fucking yeah. new year. Happy new everybody. year. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. 2024. Strap in. You will survive it. No, probably. Um, get yeah. into 2024. Make, if you're doing New Year's resolutions, make one of them. Get into the Discord server. Get into Discord. Great place for the conversation. Like we're saying there, like bounce your opinions off people. You know, in the, in the SEG Discord for sure, there's, um, and, uh, on mine, um, your Discord's more active than yeah, mine. Yeah, it does say that, because I'm sure you want people to in yours. Well, it is. <laughs> either one. Jump well, into either one, or both. Yeah, there's yeah. loads of... There's a crossover, but there's people in both. Yeah. People in both. Either way, jump into Discord. It's like a fucking great... It's a yeah. great place to... A great soundboard, to sound some of your opinions out, or challenge others, right? And you can go... Again, just to reiterate what I said before, what I've mentioned before, I'm sure Gaz has as well. You can go in there pseudonymously. You can join... In, you can get into Discord, it will ask for your two-factor authentication, all that, you need to do it and validate, yeah? But you can go in there and have a fucking fake name. You don't have to go in there as yeah. whatever your name is. So you can go in there as different name, no one has to know who you are, and you can voice your opinions or engage in discussion and debate in order to flesh out your opinions better without having to compromise your personal life or your professional life if you don't yeah. want to. So uh, it's a fucking great yeah. place. That's why that's one of the main reasons I like Discord like that because it is the allowance of pseudonymity if you need it, and also because because of the way Discord is, the pseudonymity it doesn't attract fucking morons, fucking morons and bots and dickheads in there. And you can just boot them if they do anyway. You know, you know. Roger, yeah. happy New Year. Right, well, <laughs> happy New Year, happy New Year. Cheers, folks. Thank you. Well, before we start, we shall we? Happy. Thank you for everybody's support this year. This is the this year thing, isn't it? We've only been going fucking... Yeah. What? April, April was it started? So, April. Yeah, so thanks for your support. Everyone who has subscribed, free and paid, it's fucking... It is Ali. I appreciate it. Um, we will keep going, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll keep yeah. going in 2024. You got any suggestions? Any next, of that shit? Next New Year's Eve, we'll, we'll be in a bunker with all this on. It's all like, oh, I fucking told you. Was gonna... well, with fucking with Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> in his underground bunker. Yeah. Anyway. Ciao. Yeah. Bye. Have a good one. See you soon. Bye.